Podcast. I'm Jason Scott. And I'm Andy Berg. And uh, welcome back to the show. It's been a couple of weeks uh, since Thanksgiving, but uh, we're excited to bring you a fresh episode uh, to get you through the holiday season here. So, uh, Andy, who do we got uh, on the show today? Yeah, so we have TJ Peel, uh, and he is the director of college and university business development for a company called Health Fitness. Mm-hmm. They consult with corporations, colleges, and universities to deliver wellness, rec, and fitness programming and management. Mm -hmm. Um, And TJ uh, has a lot of experience in college rec, so we primarily kept our discussion to sort of that area. Um, At one time, he was director of university recreation at the University of West Georgia, Mm -hmm. where he oversaw the management and operation of a 131,000 square foot fitness, wellness, and events facility, and he led a staff of 175. So... Clearly qualified to sit down and, and discuss Campus Rec. Um, uh, Health Fitness, as I said, is um, sort of a third-party consultant, and they take on the deployment of everything from facilities management to programming to whatever you might need out of them. So mm-hmm. an interesting angle there. Um, but, yeah, with the late Thanksgiving, we wanted to get one more show in here, one more interview, and, uh, and, and get it out before we take another hiatus for no. the next holiday. So um, without further ado, here's the, uh, the interview with TJ. Athletic Business Magazine is a trade publication that 40,000 athletics, fitness, and recreation professionals rely on to find the tips, trends, and products they need to be successful. Want to join? Head on over to athleticbusiness.com slash subscribe to get started or renew your free subscription. TJ, thanks so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Hey, Andy. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Um, so we actually met um, at AB show not, not long ago, um, and you had some interesting things at, uh, at Health Fitness going on. And I guess first thing, if you could just kind of give our listeners a little bit of an idea of your uh, background in, in Campus Rec. Yes, absolutely. Um I appreciate the opportunity here. Um, just so happy to be uh, doing this work with Health Fitness now, and uh, great to meet you guys at, at the AB show. So impressed with with that environment and, oh, and all the yeah. great information. Yeah, all the great information shared there, and all the vendors, uh, the interaction that happens there, um, and just the opportunity to network and meet new people. Uh, great opportunity for me personally and professionally, and for Health Fitness. All together, nice. um, yeah. Um, my background a little bit. Um, I've been for with health fitness just for a short time now, but prior to that, um, I've been in the, the the higher education, health, fitness, recreation industry for about almost 20 years. Wow. Uh, did under, undergraduate work in in uh, South Carolina, and then uh, made my way to Wake Forest University in North Carolina. Went to Salem, North Carolina, and worked there for almost 10 years. Um, and their campus recreation department, and we were part of athletics and then student affairs uh, for different periods, and just got a lot of great opportunity to, to help manage intramural sports and oversee fitness and wellness and be a part of a building project uh, there. They have an outstanding new recreation and fitness facility, and, and I, I got to be a part of the programming for that, that space that's, that's serving their students so well these days. And then made my way to the University of West Georgia, where I became the director of university recreation. And um, in that role, 
uh, oversaw 131,000 square foot recreation fitness um, facility, also a number of administration spaces and even a ballroom in the building where we did uh, about 1,700 meetings and events a year in, in the building. Uh, but uh, so much great opportunity there to oversee a staff and uh, oversee student health and wellness responsibilities, but manage a, faci- a facility, 40 plus sure. fitness, group fitness classes a week, uh, wow. standard recreational programming from intramurals to um, outdoor uh, classes to or outdoor trips to uh, climbing wall, 50 foot climbing wall and all the activities that happen within that uh, game room and and uh you know we may touch on this later but um all of the stuff going on with esports and the sure. opportunity to to build a new esports space in the building so um yeah just a lot of a, a lot of fun career opportunities and now transitioning to health fitness to to try to grow my scope of impact yeah very cool um that's a that's a wealth of of uh experience and information um so I want to get into that but first let's talk a little bit about yeah. what what health fitness does um, I thought this is an interesting angle for our listeners. Um, so I'll, I'll let you take it from there. Right. Absolutely. Thanks. Um, yeah. So with health fitness, we, uh, we manage spaces. Um, that's, that's kind of, uh, fitness management, uh, from, uh, corporate spaces to, uh, collegiate to community, kind of the three C's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we will come in and, and uh, do that work for a group. Um, we can do it on a small scale if they just want a, a portion of, um, you know, say a community area needs help with their aquatics entity. Uh, we can come in and do that part th- for them. Or we can do the whole turnkey thing. Um, you know, if they want to hand it over to us, um, we will take the keys um, in any of those entities and, and um, do all of the work that happens within it. So within the traditional uh, collegiate environment, um, yeah, uh, all of the programming, um, the wellness uh, aspects, getting the, the students, faculty, staff, community all involved in similar uh, activities and spaces, um, you know, all the way to revenue models, right? A lot of these, a lot of our clients, um, we have about 170 clients nationwide altogether um, in about 200 locations. Um, yeah, and so we we can uh, a lot of those spaces need help, you know, generating revenue to to offset the costs that they incur. So um, we we uh, we 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 like to think we do it all and, and, and at a high quality level, um, yeah. because that's that's really important to, to health fitness. And if we're gonna do it, you know, our 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 goal is to get to you know get people active and to make them well as an as a corporation. And sure. so um, so we, I, we don't believe that we can do that well. Um, without doing it at a high quality level. Sure. So it, how many of your customers or clients would approach you, say, with a space already, you know, built? Uh, do you ever have, have you ever had it where um, a, a, a customer or client might approach you prior to um, building a facility? Yes, absolutely. Um, all, yes, all of the above. Okay. Um, um, a number of spaces, um, like in the New England area, we work with MIT and Harvard, and they have well-established spaces. and And um, we've been at MIT for 17 years, um, and we we manage their uh, campus recreation uh, program and okay. all of the facilities there. And they have well-established spaces uh, that have worked for that campus for many many years. 
Um, while we have other clients that, um, yes, they're opening um, a facility, they put out an RFP, and um, we, we put our name in the hat from the very beginning. And so when it comes to opening the doors, we're helping, helping them make decisions about uh, management software for the space, um, access control decisions, um, where turnstiles go, and, and um, who's allowed in. Um, to the policies and procedures documents that are created around risk management and, and um, you know, standard operating procedures and those types of things and how all of that integrates with the campus community, right? Um, if we're talking about colleges, because, uh, you know, every institution is a little bit different. And, uh, but we're able to take our industry expertise and kind of cater that to the environment because we've done it. You know, I just sure. talked a little bit about my background, right? And, and uh, so we kind of understand that, and we've done it in a number of different places. And, and uh, I think that really helps, right, because sometimes we can share a best practice, um, and then we can say, all right, here's the, the industry best practice, but here's how it can be adapted, and we can, and we can pull in those examples and hopefully make it the best-case scenario for that environment. It's not the, you know, cookie-cutter approach. It's, we really try to work to make sure it, it, um, it matches the needs of the institution, but it's founded in – and uh, practices that seem to be working um, all over. Very cool. Um, and so what are some of the main reasons, would you say, that a college or university might turn to a company like Health Fitness? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, it's, it's turnkey management, right? Um, mm -hmm. So many colleges and universities, they are experts at, at, um, at so much, and especially in the areas of research and uh, depending on the type of institution, where it be tech or, um, you know, liberal arts or those types of things. Um, but, but they kind of have a niche that they're really focused on. And they well because a lot of them do. Um, but in, in other spaces, um, they want to focus on their core uh, mission. And, and a lot of that is built around academics and research and, and, uh, and pushing that uh, academic academic mission forward. So most colleges and universities decide to outsource certain things, um, whether it be dining or uh, parking um, or even recreation and, and facilities management types of, of things um, so they can focus on that core piece. And um, But also we bring that expertise, right? And so, um, yes, we've got, we've got a background of, of doing this at a number of places, a number of levels, so we can bring that with us and hopefully um, make it better than it could could potentially have been without the the uh, them bringing us in 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 and partnering. Sure. And so that's our that's our hope. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, within the company, uh, you know, we hire that staff in. And so if if the institution's wanting to offload some uh, FTEs, full time equivalent employees, right, to to reinvest those resources, those, a lot of times, um, yeah, we'll hire them in as health fitness employees. And then, then they're a part of the Health Fitness Corporation, over 4,000 employees with Health Fitness. They're a part of us now, and, and um, we do so much for our employees. And, and we can go, go down on that list, or we can, you know, we can share that off, off air. Um, but but it's, it's a really good uh, thing to, you know, from a benefits perspective for, uh, to a career growth perspective. It's a really great company, and it's, it's a good group to work with. Nice. Um, so would, would health fitness do for a particular client, do you sort of, um, develop a plan and what, what parts of this you're going to take? And, you know, maybe, maybe I want you to help me with my, 
you know, facility management software or, you know, but I, but I'm good on like overseeing parking or, you know, I just, are there different right. parts of this puzzle that you guys are taking or they just say, we want you guys to handle it all. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, every, every client is different, you know, and their needs and expectations are different. And, um, and so we definitely like to come in and take a listening approach first. Um, but, um, but, uh, you know, our, our, uh, kind of core, uh, thing is, is management of fitness spaces. And a couple of things I haven't talked about yet, or, you know, we, we do health management, um, and then we do injury prevention and care. Those are other services that we offer within health fitness. And, okay. and, um, and we are doing those on college campuses as well, but, um, yeah, we like to come in and listen to what the needs are. And, and in some cases, um, you know, groups don't even know what they need until they talk to somebody experienced in that in that area in that industry, and 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 we bring that I think, and and so um, so yeah, we'll take that listening approach, and and if they're wanting that, hey, turnkey and and the parking next to the building, we need somebody to help with that. Um, yeah, we'll, I mean, we we will hire the staff in to manage all of the needs that are identified, and and we obviously both agree that that uh, we think we can. Um, you know, help them be successful with what their expectations are. Um, but yeah, not everybody knows what their needs are until they talk through that with someone and they consult. And, and we uh, do provide that consultancy service as part of our, um, our approach, because we know in order for us to both, both be successful with, with the outcome, um, we probably both need to agree on, on what the expectations are and, and, yeah. and inform, inform about what, it, what those expectations may even be. Sure. Um, it does does this detract at all from the student experience in terms of in student employees? A lot of times, you know, get a great experience. I'm sure you did. Or it sounds like you did in in campus. Absolutely. Rec. Um, Absolutely. Are you still concerned at making sure that that experience is there for the students? Yes, that's a that's a, that generates a high level of focus within the the uh, the, the health fitness corporation. Uh, all together. And, and in many cases, we hire those students, um, whether it be while they're employed in, at the institution, we take on the student employees as health fitness employees to, to take that, um, you know, responsibility out of the institution's hands so they can, again, focus on other things. Um, and then in some, some cases, it's split. However, big picture, when we have that conversation about expectations, we know how important student employment is for uh, most institutions, right? That, that provides students access to financial resources and career development and, and um, so many of the transferable skills that happen through student employment. Um, we know that. We value that as well. And we know if we're going to be successful, we need to support that, uh, that piece of what what makes most institutions uh, successful in the way they uh, produce students as, as um, outcomes of the experience there at the college or, or, or uh, university. And so, yes, uh, we, we, we understand that, we value that. Um, and in, in many cases, uh, uh, the student employees within recreation are, is, I mean, that's in most universities, that's, you know, the top two or three, uh, most uh, student employees on campus, right? Sure. One of the yeah. areas on campus that employs more students than any other. 
Um, and so we know that, right? And, and that's, that's highly important. And, and we try to support that. And so many institutions, you know, they'll have through their career services office or human resources, you know, they'll have goals around how many students are employed, but then parameters within how that's done. And so um, we try to complement that. We see that, uh, we understand that's important and we want to make sure we get in there and, and complement it. Nice. Um, so what, what kind of trends are you seeing in, in the campus rec area and just um, how it's, I mean, you've seen the last 20 years, how, how things changed a little bit and, and what, what new kinds of um, uh, requirements are you seeing from those that you deal with? Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like if you walk into a recreation facility that hasn't had much uh, uh, change within the last 20 years, you see fragmented spaces and, and um, you know, um, older equipment that, that probably doesn't have much technology involved. And, and um, you know, it's, when you walk in the door, sometimes it's difficult to, to know how to get to specific spaces. Spaces today are open, they're vast, right? And you can see so many of the opportunities from the moment you walk in the door. And, um, and so that's a trend, right? The architecture, the way we're designing these spaces, and then how, you know, how the spaces can transform from one need to the other, and even adapt as trends change, right? Because we now recognize the fitness industry trends of five to seven years, right? And then it's something new. And so uh, things happening now, you know, that, that we're seeing so much are, small group training, um, you know, you're working with one personal trainer, but, you know, you've got five to 10 people in a class. It's not a large, larger space. So how are we adapting to that? And, and um, you know, is it a corner of a space is open? Or are we, we making our group fitness classes able to be set or class spaces to be able to be segmented for those larger spaces, but then open up for the smaller groups or the, the larger group classes and then segmented for smaller groups? Um, Esports. Um, huge now, right? Yeah. Like, you know, um, you know, it's it's up it's up for a question about whether you know possible Olympic sport, right? Um, esports is huge right now, and and therefore recreation spaces. Just like like I talked about what we did at the University of West Georgia, yes, you know, you bring in all of the technology, all of the equipment, the the need for partnerships around the institution, um, and so especially at the high tech level, the, the esports is requiring. Uh, functional training, right? Um, You know, kind of the box gym approach inside your recreation space or your fitness space. Um, And so we can kind of go on and on. And and, uh, a colleague of mine, Tim Mertz with Health Fitness, he just talked about, um, he he kind of did a post on LinkedIn as a, you know, the the change in the last five years of of ACM puts out a trends list in fitness. And um, yeah, wearable top technology, number one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's the, that's another trend piece that we're seeing, and and um, you know high inter- high intensity interval training, hit training, you know, and sure. and what we can do in all those functional spaces. Yeah. Um. Are, uh, so last question: do you, any any vision for the future? Just what you see as as something maybe down the line? I know I know kind of what we just talked about. Where a lot of trends. They're seeing now, but like, is there any big fundamental change that you think uh, might be on the horizon? Yeah, no, no, that's a great question. Um, well, the 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 need for the wellness and right. and and all the hat means with wellness, well-being, the integrated 
approach to that within higher educational institutions, yeah. um, whether it's whether we're involving faculty staff or that's a separate effort, um, whether that's happening within campus rec or whether it's happening in another office, I think that's only going to continue and how we how we produce um, opportunities for our students to build the whole person address so many of the the uh, crises that are happening on campus, whether it be from the mental health perspective um, and and all of the needs from trainers and then you've got your then you know most institutions have an online presence right and how are we supporting whether it be health and well-being fitness or mental health from a perspective of those remote students um, there's just so much involved in that and I think that's going to continue to evolve um, and that integrated approach how we're involving each group on campus that has a hand in some kind of way uh, to play and what what each institution defines as wellness or well-being and getting those groups collaborating um, and if it's remote students you know you're involving your online uh, office your group that that caters to those students and getting them and then you know remote services to those people um, you know there's, there's just so many tentacles when it comes to to approaching that but that's a huge trend and I think it's only going to continue and the way we serve our students best on college universities is going to so lead to our ability to, to ability to be successful um, and define that success because uh, you know especially enrollment trends at colleges and universities sure. right the yeah. number of high school graduates going into colleges and universities now is is significantly less than it was a couple of years ago and it's only projected to, to continue to decline right and so as universities compete for students and and want to produce an outcome in the students that they do have that that justifies additional students wanting to to attend that institution um, the way we we um, uh, work with our students today and and um, provide health and wellness opportunities for them that allow them to be well and then eventually give back to communities and in the institution uh, the way that cycle works um, is so so important and I think to your question about future trends how we address this and the institutions that do it the best way um, I think are going to be able to uh, pos position themselves as the most successful sure yeah I think that's a great place to leave it TJ thank you so much for taking the time AB Today is a daily e-newsletter that provides professionals within the athletics, fitness, and recreation industry with relevant, fast-reading nationwide stories. Sign up at athleticbusiness.com enews and enjoy great content from Athletic Business every weekday. Welcome back to the show. Andy, great interview. Uh, I'm glad you got a chance to uh, uh, talk with TJ. Uh, he was a cool guy. We had a chance to actually meet him at the AB show um, right, in November. Right, so. all the all the players uh, go to learn about the industry, huh? That's right. See, networking opportunities. <laughs> you should come to AB Show, abshow.com. Um, but before we wrap up today's episode, a couple of quick housekeeping items. Yes. Uh, so we got the buyer's guide survey. Mm -hmm. um, we're looking for you guys to respond to our survey um, about your purchasing uh, strategies for 2019 and going looking forward into 2020. It's important insights on the on the industry, um, so uh, you can find that on the website. Mm -hmm. 
we'll be sending out some. Yep, and we'll be sending out some communications as well uh, via email. So make sure that you're subscribed to receive the uh, AB Today the newsletter, and stay tuned to that. And best best part about that is you have a chance to win one of four fifty dollar Amazon gift cards. Yeah, so uh, it's fill it up. it's worth your while. And uh, I mean, even if you don't win um, the gift card, which is incentive enough, I think. Right. Um, you'll get a chance to. Uh, you know, participate in providing us with this valuable data that we get to then share with you guys. And the more people who respond, the more you know reliable the data is. We had a really great response last year, so we're hoping to uh, replicate that for the 2020 survey. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, one final note, uh, the January-February issue of Athletic Business Magazine, yep. the print issue, is going to be coming out in mailboxes uh, shortly after the new year. Uh, it's uh, our sixth annual aquatic design portfolio. Yep. Um, so we're uh, excited to bring you that issue. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, and that about does it for 2019. It's yeah. kind of crazy. But we already have the first issue of 2020 uh, in, 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 the in the books. In yeah. The books. Yeah. So uh, if you liked today's episode, uh, give it a like. Uh, tell a friend. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you listen. Uh, give us a rating, which uh, you know helps people uh, find the show. And uh, with that being said, uh, we're really looking forward to the new year, 2020. We got some big plans here at Athletic Business, uh, and we're excited to share those with you. But uh, until then, take it easy.